you're a racist. Wow. You're homophobic, transphobic, anti-Semitic, and a fascist. You can't be a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community and you're definitely not an ally. I can't believe they let her speak here. I can't believe they invited her here. Did you know that she's a conservative? Did you know she's on the right? I don't think we should work with her anymore. Somebody should say something. You know what? You can't sit here. I don't want to know you anymore. If that's how you really feel, go ahead and unfriend me right now. So those are just a couple of the things that have been said either to or about me directly and indirectly over the last couple of years. And I have done everything I can to stay apolitical and to not go out and post about or say anything about this. And I did that not because I don't care and certainly not because of what somebody could say is my privilege, but I did it because I 100% truly think that social media brings out the worst in us. I don't think that social media or the media in general is a place that unites us. I think it has segregated us as humanity into two very, very different groups. I think that when you post something on social media, you get a ton of likes by people who already agree with you. You get some hate from people who don't, and you just generally turn off the ability to have an open dialogue and a conversation. And that's really rough because one-on-one, when we sit together as people and we come together and we discuss ideas, that's when change happens. That's when we come to a place of understanding. That's when we come to a place of compromise. That's how all good things happen on a large scale. It happens when two people come together with different ideas, different interpretations of facts, and they have a conversation so that they can find a way to live together. So I'm going, I've I've actually, I'm shocked at the fact that it's taken me so long to do this. I'm heartbroken by the fact that I have to worry about my words and that I have to really think about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. And I don't think, I don't know if anything is going to, to come of this. But here's what I know. I know that there was a group for creative conservatives that was a private group, a private group on Facebook that was really created only because there's a, a group of people, a group of conservative-leaning creatives in our industry who have felt bullied, who have been put on lists that are being passed around and said, don't work with these people, who have found it impossible to have conversations, who've been censored. And this group came together on Facebook. I did not start it, and I'm not going to name the people who did or the people who were in it. Um, I I would no longer out somebody as being a Republican or a conservative as I would out somebody who had a certain sexuality or a relationship or who was having an affair or who had a drug problem. Um, But I will say this. The group was recently 
taken down by Facebook for violation of community guidelines. I have no idea what those guidelines were other than the fact that Facebook has deemed it irresponsible to be a conservative. And so then you go to Twitter and you see that President Trump has been banned for life from Twitter. I believe he's also being banned from the PGA and a whole bunch of other places. And you turn around and you see people on the left cheering. You see Democrats that are so excited about this. And I'm I'm shocked and I'm floored because these are the same people who supported BLM, who supported rioters, who said that you can't stop, that you shouldn't stop, who have said Trump supporters walk softly and to those of our followers, to our soldiers, you know what to do, make them pay. There is a level of hypocrisy that is startling and scary. And what's happened is this isn't even about the government anymore. It's very much about big tech. It's very much about internet neutrality. It's about our rights, our freedoms, our freedom of speech. When you take away words, you take away thought. And when you take away people's ability to think and discuss and debate, you take away their ability to live a free and open life. Guys, we are going down a really, really bad, scary path. And because I believe that this podcast needs to be about making our industry better, I'm not going to get into policy in terms of government. If you want to talk to me one-on-one about any of my beliefs, I am 100% here for it. But we as an industry believe and are charged with saying love is love and we support all people and we support everybody's rights. And that is no longer true. That is a lie. We don't support all people. We don't support all black people. We don't support black people who are conservative. We don't support black people who are Republicans. We don't support people of color who believe anything other than what the left says they should believe. We don't support a Christian business owner's right to post a quote from the Bible in their Instagram bio because I have been told directly from a thought leader in our industry that it is offensive to the LGBTQ plus community. We don't support the right. We don't support conversation. We don't support free speech. We don't support somebody's ability to think or to ask questions. We don't like each other. We don't respect each other. We are horrible to each other online. We create groups that don't bring us together, but that segregate us and push us further apart. So if you're on the left and you are participating in or passing around this list of conservatives or Trump supporters or people who are right-leaning or people who are very committed to their faith, and you are saying these people are a problem 
And we as a community shouldn't work with them. We shouldn't show their work. We shouldn't share their businesses. They should not be allowed to speak. They shouldn't be allowed to be on panels. Don't have them on your podcast. Here's the deal. You have that right. You 100% have that right. But what happens when you do that is that then the very people that you are fighting against, they get together and they make a list of their own. And they say, okay, fine. So you don't want to work with us. We don't want to work with you. Great. So now we're just going to talk amongst ourselves. So you guys are going to go and talk and you're going to pat each other on the back and talk about how enlightened you are and how woke you are. And oh my God, we're such good people. And we're going to punish the other side, which is absurd. And then the other side gets together and says, look how terrible it is. Look what they're doing to us. Look what they're saying to us. We're not going to work with them. We're not going to deal with them. We're going to punish them. And it gets us absolutely nowhere. When you start coming at this from a place of punishing, when you're looking at this as an us against them, and you, we are segregated. We're segregated now more so than we ever have before, and it's amazing. We are segregated by LGBTQ plus businesses. We are segregated into black and people of color and indigenous businesses. We're segregated into people who support one side over another, people who like one cause over another. We're segregated economically socially, religiously, by beliefs, this is not the right direction to go. You cannot keep taking us down this road. We, and I'm not going to say you, we as an industry, we as a country, we as humanity are going to distract on our own selves. We are creating more problems, not less. We are censoring words. When you take away somebody's ability to speak, you take away their ability to think. And when you take away their ability to think, you are nothing but a controlled mass. I don't know how we got here. I really don't. And before you come at me with anything about Trump or Biden or one side or the other, you have got to understand that everybody is the hero of their own story. There is good and bad on both sides. I condemn the idiot who wore an animal hat and painted his face and broke into the Capitol with the intention of getting attention and being destructive. And I condemn the people who turned over police cars and set fire to targets and be people on the street during BLM protests. And you know what? Neither of those actions got us any closer to a resolution. Neither of those actions made the world a better place. If you are going to turn around and ban a sitting president like Donald J. Trump from going on Twitter because he referred to the people who protested as patriots, then you need to ban President-elect Biden for saying that if he could, he would take Donald Trump out behind a building and knock him out. We don't get to have it both ways. 
You can't allow something on one side because you like them and condemn it on the other because you don't. There is a difference and it is about personal rights and personal responsibilities. But just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean it makes it right. Just because you have the right to say, I don't like you because of how you voted. Okay, you have that right. You even have the right to make a list. You even have the right to say, don't do business with them. But does it make it right? Does it make the world a better place? No, because what happens is as an industry, we are now broken into two different parts. And who suffers for that? Our clients. Because when I have a client come to me and I look at them and I say, all right, who is the best person for this job? Who's the best person to capture their wedding? Who's going to document this the way that they would like it documented? And I look and a name comes to mind. And I go to his or her social And I see the things they've said, and I see the memes that they've posted, and I see how awful and how derogatory and how mean-spirited it is. And I say, yeah, I don't want to support them. I don't want to work with them. And so I get to put my flag in the ground, and I don't refer them to my client. Who suffers? My client suffers because they don't have access to the person who does the best work. Or if a venue decides that I shouldn't be allowed to work there because they feel like I'm too right-leaning. Okay, but now what? I run seven, eight figures worth of business through this city every single year. And now that venue, that vendor, doesn't have access to that capital, doesn't have access to the press that comes with it, doesn't have access to any of the things that come with doing a wedding of 300 people in a certain space. Guys, we're hurting each other. We're hurting our clients. And we're sitting here in back rooms and private Facebook groups and chats, and we're congratulating ourselves on being masters of the universe when all we did was post a meme, and all we did was offend someone or hurt someone's feelings. In the last, I'll go ahead and call it four to six years, I did not ever, and I will not ever, unfollow someone because they have a different political belief from me. I don't care who you vote for as long as you can articulate your reason for voting for them. I think that you have every right to think and believe and say whatever it is you want to think and believe and say. I really and truly do, and I will fight to to the death to my own detriment to protect your right to say it. But I will say this. Anyone who has posted wishing death on someone because of their political belief, yeah, I've unfollowed those people. Anyone who has posted something that is a lightly veiled threat, such as we're watching you, we see you, 
we're taking notice, you're going to pay. Yeah, I've absolutely unfriended and unfollowed those people. And what sucks and what's hard is that these are people who in real life I love. People who, and, and I've got two in my head in particular, that held my hand and cried with me when my father died, that know my personal life deeply inside and out, that know who I am as a person on the planet, and who, one, when I reached out and said, hey, do you not think this is hypocritical, hasn't spoken to me since, and others who posted things saying, you know, the the right is going to get what's coming to them, and posting all these horrible things, and somebody actually said like, well, what would you say to any of the, the Republicans or the conservatives that are looking at your post? And the response was, I have already unfriended any of the Republicans or anyone who supports this or anyone who believes this. And if there's anyone left, I don't care because they should know that I have no respect for them anymore. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I believe in a small government. I do. I don't like a government that legislates morality. I don't think that we are heading in a right direction in either side because I think that we are way too extreme. I don't like, nor do I trust the media. And that is something that predates Trump and goes back to the 80s when I was a kid because I have my own life experiences with the press and they were not good. And so if, if you are sitting here today, I don't care what side you're on, but if, if you're sitting here today and you've listened this long, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go back through your social media and I want you to look at the things you've posted and I want you to look at the things that you've said and I want you to ask yourself, has this behavior, have these posts, have has this content created division or has it created a line of open communication? I want to ask yourself, I want you to go back and look at your text and ask yourself if you have embraced all people or if you have separated people into two groups, the people that deserve your respect and the people that you condemn. I want you to look at your business and I want you to ask yourself and really take stock. Are you not just diverse racially, not just diverse sexuality? Are you diverse from an ideological standpoint? Are you diverse in thought? Have you created a space where all clients feel comfortable coming to you? Do you think that you have turned people off or do you think that you have fostered a sense of community? Have you threatened people who don't think like you or who don't believe like you? Have you threatened them by embarrassing them? Have you threatened them by calling them out? Have you threatened their business and their livelihood? I want you to go back and I want you to look at the conversations that you've had. And I want you to really and truly think, 
if this conversation was transcribed and made public, would I be embarrassed or would I be proud of it? And if you know me, if you truly know who I am as a person, if you know the relationships that I've been in, if you know my family structure, if you know the things that I support and the things that I condemn, and you lump me in a group, if you don't see that there are colors and levels and spectrums, if you don't see that there are nuances to everything, if you can't respect a different opinion, if you are out there supporting the censorship and the segregation that is happening today, I want you to imagine how it would feel on the other side. I'm not here to debate Trump. I'm not here to debate Black Lives Matter. I'm not here to talk about the new president. But guess what? Come January 20th, even though I did not vote for him, Joe Biden will be my president. Why? Because he's the president-elect of the United States. Regardless of how I feel about that outcome, regardless of how I feel about that election, it is my job to support the administration while holding the administration accountable. It is my job to support the country and the ideals that the Constitution was founded upon while also working to affect change. We all, I hope, really believe and think that we're doing what's in the best interest of our country, that we're doing what's the greater good. And if we can all understand that and respect it, if we stop villainizing each other, then we can go back to doing our jobs. And our jobs are to make the world a more beautiful place. It is our job and our responsibility to welcome all clients, left, right, black, white, gay, straight, transgendered, Muslim, Jewish, Italian, Irish, Catholic. I don't care. I really don't. I care that you are respectful. I care that you're smart. I care that you want other people to do well. I will not tolerate bullying on any level of anyone, not in this lifetime. I was bullied when I was growing up, and guess what? Oh, well. I will not allow my children to be bullied. I certainly won't be bullied as an adult. I am 44 years old. And I have to worry about whether or not I'm going to be called a name because of something. I have to worry that I'm going to be put on a list. I have to be concerned about the fact that a charity doesn't want my money. This is absurd, people. This is ridiculous. We are hurting ourselves. We're hurting our country. We're hurting our friends and our families. And we're not doing right by our clients. I'm not telling you to go in the closet politically. I'm not telling you not to be active. I'm not telling you not to be supportive. On the contrary, I hope that you do more than post a meme. I really hope that you write a check. I hope that you vote. I hope that you write a letter. I hope that you have a conversation with somebody who thinks differently from you. And maybe, maybe you don't agree, but maybe you just understand. That's what I hope. 
because everything else is bullshit. Everything else is nonsense. But I really, really hope that we can go back to being people who respect each other. And the one thing I'm going to end with is I, I just in my head, I keep going back over and over again to the Nietzsche quote, he who fights with monsters should look to it that he himself does not become a monster. When you gaze long into the abyss, the abyss also gazes into you. I don't care what side you're on. Both sides are right. Both sides are wrong. Both sides have behaved badly. And it's we the people who have allowed it. It's we the people who can change it. And taking away the rights of one side doesn't make you right. It just makes you next. I appreciate you sticking around this long and listening. Um, I think one of the reasons that I've had such a hard time producing content is because the world has been such an ugly place and I feel like maybe it was silly to talk about the five things you should do to get your business ready for 2021 when we have such heart-wrenching things happening. But the, the place where I plant my flag, the, the person that I want to be, I want to get back to doing the things that I love. And so here now and always, I invite you to do that with me. I invite you to come along for the ride because we are here celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. And I'm not going anywhere. So thanks so much for listening. I, I hope it made you think.